Bravado. Hey now. What's up, everybody? I screwed that up because I forgot to start uh, recording the deal here. What's going on with my headphones? Are yours like super low? No. I done screwed my headphones Uh-oh. up. <laughs> hey it now. doesn't sound hey normal, now. actually. Hey now. It doesn't, does it? Good thing we're starting a little bit early. Hold on. I didn't check our volume or nothing. No, you sure didn't. Is that nope? Where it's it's strictly a headphone <laughs> thing. You when you pulled on the thing. Yeah, I pulled my cord earlier. Hey now, hey now, hey now. I heard it. There, there, oh, there it is. There is it, it is. Oh, wait, wait, is that it? <laughs> that was totally my fault. Sounds good now. Something's <laughs> not right. Does that sound right? Yeah, sounds right now. Okay, on I my end like it anyway. Was just me. No. Nope. I feel like my ears feel like they're stopped up or something. They might be. Hey, now. No. Well, maybe they are. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. When you're riding around in your car, hey do you now. say hey now to yourself? Hey now, hey now, hey now. Do you now. practice your hey nows in the car? A little bit. Yeah, that sounds better. That does sound better. Yeah, maybe okay. you just didn't have the volume up enough. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's but, why we normally test this before we start. Yeah, I just forgot because we were running late. You know, we, we do this thing where we're like, Oh, yeah, we're going to do this at 6 o'clock. Now here well, it is. Well, I mean, it's because I took a nap. I was supposed to only take like a 20-minute nap today. I've been running myself, like burning the candle at both ends for months. And today I was like, I want a nap. He tried yeah. to talk me out of it. Finally, it took me like an hour to fall asleep or 30 minutes to fall asleep, and I overslept. You sure did. But you let me oversleep. Well, you can't, like, you cannot rely on me to wake you up. Because <laughs> I forget. I forget stuff all the time. Yeah, I know. Anyway, so, but we're here. <laughs> yeah, so that's the moral of the story. We are here. Um, so let me get into this first because we may we may be bringing you guys a, a, a press conference as it happens, which I know won't translate very well when it comes to people going back and listening to the podcast, but whatever. Um, several shootings this weekend... We had first off a what's being de- deemed a mass shooting in Milwaukee. Twenty-one people injured uh, after a Milwaukee's Bucks game, from what I understand. Then yesterday, you had a tragic shooting in Buffalo, New York, at a supermarket where a an eighteen-year-old kid went and shot uh, and killed a lot of people in that grocery store. Uh, for what he says is because they were black. They're labeling this guy white supremacist, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. We're going to get into the details of it. Then you had a shooting in Texas where at least two people are dead. This apparently happening at a flea market. And then just today, another shooting in California at a church where multiple people have been injured and one person is dead. So we're trying to follow all that. Now, where the press conference comes in is the fact that they are speaking for the first time about this California shooting because oh, it's okay. the most most recent mm-hmm. one. And I, I kind of wanted to bring that to everybody as it happened because we don't know a lot about what this is, who it is. The person's allegedly been detained. Uh, don't know his motives. We've seen shootings in churches before. Right. We've seen some where members of the church actually shoot and kill the 
attacker. The yeah. the yeah the shooter yeah. and you know that's really best case scenario. But in those do situations. you re- do you recall that that particular shooting wasn't as covered as well? You know. When, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, once, it, once you when yeah. you have a situation where a good guy with a gun brings mm-hmm. a stop to it, then it gets covered up. Um. So. We're going to kind of talk about that today as we wait on this news conference to pop off. I'm just going to kind of keep an eye on it. Uh, outside of that, pretty normal weekend for us. No, it wasn't. Was it not? No. You had today off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't work at all today, which was weird. And my daughter was in town. Yeah. She was in town. Um, she lives about two hours away, and she was in town this weekend doing a little wedding prep and had a concert she went to. I don't know the name of the band. Breaking Benjamins. Thank you. <laughs> Breaking Benjamins. And so it wasn't a normal weekend for me. I had a little extra company this weekend. Used to be one of my favorite bands, too. Was it? Breaking and I Benjamin. don't even know the name of it. Mm-hmm. Age it's Gap. Good, <laughs> good stuff. Uh, by the way, what's up? Jamie, Bama Phoenix, Mark, uh, Jessica, Corey. Who else we got? My man, uh, Weed Hopper, is in here as well. My beef jerky guy. Yeah. He had to have surgery and a bunch of stuff, so he's been in commission, that. but he's about to get back in the game. Says he's going to get me some beef jerky. I got to share that stuff with with um, <clears throat> people at the station and let them try it out. Yeah. So we can get a, an appropriate gauge on how good this beef jerky actually is. I can tell you it's good. You like it? Yeah, and I'm not a beef jerky person. I like the, I like the over-the-line yeah. strain. <laughs> That's the best. And there's my mom, mother, my mother, and Jim. So, yeah. And then another thing I, I need to talk to everybody about, Mo Brooks spokesperson sent me a text today, and I don't know how these people get my phone number, but I'm sure somebody gave it to him. And he asked me, hey, Mo's wanting to come on the show. Do you think he can come on this week? And then he's like... How about tomorrow? <laughs> and I'm like, we well, don't say, hey, can he come on this week and then tell me what day you want. Right. Like, anyway, so I, y'all know how I am. I don't like bringing these people on if I don't have to. I just, I would much rather just, you know, shoot arrows from afar and you know, criticize everybody. I do have some legitimate questions for Mo Brooks. My, my biggest concern is, is two things. The entertainment value of the show, the radio show, and mm-hmm. the information that gets to the listeners. Right. Those are my two goals. Now, when you bring on a 62-year-old white man, I just that's not Mo Brooks' age. I'm just making that up. When you bring on a <laughs> 60-year-old white man mm-hmm. who is not the most charismatic person in the world, right? any politician falls under that fest. category. It could be a snore fest. Right. And I can do things to spice it up, but I thought, you know, on the on the political side, I could really ask some good questions. So we'll get into that, and I'm actually interested to see if any of you guys have questions that you would want me to ask Mo Brooks. So we'll talk about that. Here's that press conference in California. I want to bring that to y'all real quick and see what they got. Spellings out. Hey, good afternoon. Uh, my name is Sergeant Scott Stanley. I'm the public information officer for the Orange County Sheriff's Department. First of all, we'd like to uh, um, just uh, let the public know that our, our hearts reach out to those affected by this tragic event. Uh, for today's um, press conference, uh, the following speakers uh, will be in this following order. 
Uh, first is Jeff Halleck, Under Sheriff, Orange County Sheriff's Department. Brian Fennessy, Fire Chief, Orange County Fire Authority. Christy Johnson, Assistant Director in Charge, FBI Los Angeles. Stephen Galloway, Assistant Special Agent in Charge, ATF Los Angeles. Lisa Bartlett, Orange County Board of Supervisors, 5th District. And Carol Moore, Laguna Woods Mayor. Uh, we will take questions at the conclusion of this uh, press conference. Good afternoon. First and foremost, I want to send our thoughts and prayers to all those that are impacted by this incident. This is a very tragic incident for the victims, their families, and this entire community. I want to start by asking for your patience. Also, as you know, we've, this is an active investigation that's been going on for less than four hours. Our investigators are still diligently processing the scene, so we're here to provide as much information as we can at the time. But again, just uh, I ask for your patience and please understand that we're working as quickly as we can to have more details and the information that you're looking for. At about 1.26 p.m. this afternoon, a male subject opened fire here at the Geneva Presbyterian Church in the city of Laguna Woods. One person is confirmed deceased at the scene. Four others are critical and one other victim sustained minor injuries. The injured victims were taken to local hospitals. We currently do not have a status of the injured four that are in critical condition. When deputies arrived on scene, they provided immediate medical aid to the victims here at the church. Shortly after, our partners from the Orange County Fire Authority arrived on scene and began providing advanced medical life-saving measures. We're very grateful to the Orange County Fire Authority for their quick response and their ability to provide critical life-saving treatment. The incident happened at lunch at a lunch bunk uh, banquet following the morning service. And again, I remind you, this is all very preliminary information. We believe a group of churchgoers detained him and hogtied his legs with an extension cord and confiscated at least two weapons from him. He was detained when the deputies arrived. That group of churchgoers displayed what we believe is exceptional heroism and bravery in intervening, or intervening to stop the suspect. They undoubtedly prevented additional injuries and fatalities. The suspect was not injured during the incident and was taken into custody. He's believed to be an Asian male adult in his 60s. We don't believe he lives in this area. Investigators are working to determine his city of residence and whether he has any connection to this church or to the congregation. At this time, we do not know what the suspect's motive may be or whether he had an intended target or whether this is even a age-related incident. Following the incident, the Sheriff's Department hazardous device section utilized bomb canines and swept the church grounds to ensure there were no secondary devices. Members from the Trauma Intervention Program also are on scene to provide crisis counseling to the congregants. Multiple OCFA resources responded as part of a potential MCI, a mass casualty incident, as part of the active shooter response. <laughs> okay, so we'll we'll go ahead and wrap it up there because they kind of gave us the information that we were looking to obtain. We wanted to know who the guy was, what was the status of everybody involved, the victims of the situation, and kind of just where we were at in general. That information will come out as time goes on. We'll be talking about it on the show tomorrow, obviously. But 
an Asian guy. I didn't see that coming. I hate mm-hmm. to profile, but that's what we do in these situations. We profile people. We want to know who did it. Right. What uh what what gender, what color, what uh, nationality. And so Well, I'm impressed that they're not announcing right away what his motive was. They're going to actually investigate it before they you well, know, typically when this happens before the days over there, you know, it's a you know white supremacist or right. a, you know well in the buffalo shooting they did that pretty quickly yeah um i guess they were able to find that that information out pretty fast but the media in particular you know mm-hmm. it's a little different when law enforcement and they're hesitant about saying what motives are anything too early but the media will jump on it no right time. Right, and they'll say this is white supremacy. This is this. This is whatever. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be able to spin an Asian guy going into a church and attempting to murder people. So that right there, that press conference tells me that this shooting here will be just will be just mentioned as one of the three to four mass shootings that happened over the weekend. They will not, the media will not go into detail about mm-hmm. it. It doesn't fit the narrative. They will put all their eggs in the buffalo basket, right? which seems to be a white kid who had the motive of killing black people. Mm-hmm. That fits their narrative, and so that's what they're going to go with because... And honestly, this this seems gruesome. This seems um, this seems morbid, but there are people in those newsrooms that maybe aren't outwardly expressing it, but on the inside, mm-hmm. they're excited over the fact that this is the profile of the shooter. I'm not saying they're glad people died or anything mm-hmm. like that, but when they found out that it was an 18 year old white kid whose motive was to kill black people, inside they were thinking to themselves, yes, because guess what? They've been pushing this narrative with the president Mm -hmm. that white supremacy is a greater threat to this country than anything else, including Russia, China, Al-Qaeda, terrorism, that that is the number one threat. They've had no statistics to hang that on, Mm -hmm. and so this can be one of those stats, and they can continue to push it. Also, I saw on the, as we know, next comes gun control. This mm-hmm. is just a never-ending cycle. Right. I saw a report, and this is unverified, so take it with a grain of salt, but this kid's got a manifesto, and mm-hmm. the report said that the manifesto included the kid talking about all the gun parts that he purchased to build his firearm and the manufacturers that he got them from. Mm. Okay? Mm -hmm. If that's true, that seems a little fishy, and the ATF will have a field day with that, and the Biden administration will have a field day with that, because, Mm -hmm. no, they don't want to come knock on your door and take your guns. They want to eliminate the sale of gun parts one at a time. And ammo. And ammo Mm -hmm. until it's no longer available, and then you don't have the ability to get any more. There's too many guns in this country for them to go knocking on doors and taking them. Right. Far too many guns. But if they can at least stop the flow of guns getting into the country, then they can concentrate on how to start getting those out of people's hands. Right. And then here comes their utopia and the whole country looks like Chicago. 
It's just a sneaky way to do it because right. that's what they did with ammo. What did they um, deem certain certain um, metals precious metals a long time ago? Mm-hmm. And that's once they bought up all of the ammo, they uh, deemed it precious metals or something like that. So then there was an ammo shortage because they couldn't use it then to make the ammo. Yeah. You know what happened? Yeah. Yeah. And so they bought up all of the ammo and then passed that. And then there was no ammo for the rest of us. So that's a sneaky way of doing it. So you let's know? just go over this. I'll start in Milwaukee. Again, a shooting that happened uh, after a Bucks game. I think I've got that right. I'm not 100% sure. But shooting happens. 21 people injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, none dead that I know of, but they're calling it a mass shooting, even though I think it was multiple people involved. This is not your traditional mass shooting that they try to play it up to be. We know mass shootings is somebody that goes into a large crowd of people with the motive of killing, right? right? A psychopath that is looking for blood. This one comes off more as some sort of feud between groups of people or gangs or... And there are people caught in the crossfire. Some sort of rivals and people are caught in the crossfire and then you ultimately end up with this situation. According to the article, it says that... Milwaukee's downtown entertainment district uh, was rocked by gun violence Friday night after three shootings left at least 21 people wounded. Hours later, the mayor imposed a curfew for the area. The violence hit the entertainment district. They have been battered by two years of the pandemic and other high-profile incidents of gun violence, including two homicides earlier in the year. On Friday night, 11,000 people gathered at the Deer District outside of Preserve Forum, where the Milwaukee Bucks lost to the Celtics in Game 6 of the Eastern Conference semifinal playoffs. By the way, I think the Bucks lost again today. Uh, by Saturday morning, it says police evidence to markers, trash, and personal belongings like shoes and combs and blah, blah, blah were covered at the sidewalk. The curfew, blah, blah, blah. Police also will be ticketing towing vehicles that are in the area. Oh, God. La, 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 la. Where is it at? Um, Gunshot sent hundreds of fans running through the Deer District about 9.15 p.m. just as the game ended. 16-year-old girl and two men ages 29 and 26 were shot near the corner of North MLK Drive and Highland Avenue. 19-year-old man was arrested. Then about 10.30, a 20-year-old man was shot and injured on Water Street. That prompted an all-city assist, meaning every available officer responded downtown with the crowds. Uh, that shooting did not appear to be connected to the third shooting, which left 16 people wounded and took place in the same location. Five of the people who were injured were armed and taken into custody. So that sounds like a crowd that just got out of control after a Milwaukee Bucks game. Uh, a lot of young people mm-hmm. that... Uh, I would dare to say probably has not a lot of guidance in the home if they're out running the street with firearms. But that is a much different situation than what we saw in Buffalo. Right. Um, I watched, and maybe it's not the best idea, but it's kind of, it's almost necessary for me to watch it to get a full grasp of what I'm talking about in these situations. This shooter, uh, I don't have his name. Uh, I know he's an 18-year-old white kid. He 
pulls up to a grocery store in Buffalo, New York. We actually have a friend that shops at this store. Yeah. Her mother shops there every week, and she it's like 10 minutes from her house. So we've been talking to her over the weekend, kind of getting some information from her as well. Right. And so the way it goes is this kid who lives hours away from here mm-hmm. goes to this grocery store because, according to media outlets, because it has a high concentrate of black people that mm-hmm. shop there, and it's a black community in that area. And... He pulls up. I'm going to describe to y'all what I saw in the video. And I do... It, he Here's what he did. He live-streamed it on Twitch. Um, I guess had his cell phone maybe attached to his vest. He was wearing body armor and everything else. So he was live-streaming the whole thing. And it was... Watching the video, it was like watching you know somebody play Call of Duty. It was the first-person shooter deal. Mm-hmm. He pulls his car up, gets out of his car... And then just start shooting people that are coming in and out of the grocery store. And I mean, just one after another, people are just dropping. He then goes into the store and starts shooting people that are pushing buggies, goes around a couple of aisles, shoots more people. At one point, he reloads the gun, points the gun at somebody he had already shot that's on the floor, shoots them in the head point blank. Very graphic video. Again, I almost wish I didn't watch it. Goes around the corner, starts shooting more people, and then... You see him go around one of the cash registers where there's a guy leaning in the floor, presumably a cashier, not sure, but he was a white guy. Mm-hmm. The kid points the gun at the white guy on the floor and goes, oh, sorry, and then turns around and starts going the other way. Mm-hmm. That's when at least the video that I saw ended. Right. And uh, it was disturbing, to say the least. Now, obviously, you're all adults. If you want to go look it up on Twitter, it's it's on there, at least for now. I'm sure they'll take it down at some point, but very, very hard to watch. I actually wouldn't let Trish watch it. He, he put his foot down. Yeah, she, uh, she And I was like, okay. <laughs> He's like, you're not watching it. I'm like, all right. Yeah, I trust your judgment. It's bad. It's <laughs> yeah. real bad. And it's so tragic, but um. It's unfortunate that this will be used politically instead of really looking at maybe who this guy is, what his connections are, you know, just the things that would help you get into the mind of this guy and what got him to this point. But instead, what's going to happen is we're going to start looking at groups of people. Right. We're going to start looking at the ultra-MAGA crowd who the media and the Democrats have already deemed the white supremacist of the country. Right. And you don't have to be a, an active shooter for to, to fall into the category of being a white supremacist. You can be part of the ultra-MAGA crowd, as they call it, mm-hmm. and you then are, by default, one of the people that are perpetrating the ideology that is turning people like that into shooters, right? right? You're sharing stuff on Facebook that, that would cause him to go out there and do what he did. Nothing any of us have said or share or whatever can be connected in any way with what this guy did. And I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. And as I mentioned at the top of the podcast, it was... There was a, a post somebody sent me, and it said, as police noted, he's got a manifesto. They said that in his manifesto, he talks in detail about the parts and the manufacturers that he got the parts from, 
to put the gun together that he used. Yeah, that's very strange. And, you know, again, Democrats and lawmakers will have a filled day with that, but... Well, and and this is going to be one of those situations where it may be that they've cried wolf so many times painting someone as a white supremacist that wasn't, that this guy may actually be one, but because we've heard it, we're just like, whatever, you're just saying that again. Right. I mean, that's just the same old song and dance. Well, and it, it seems to be the case here, but... At the same time, there's no balanced coverage with the black supremacist that ran his car through a parade in Wisconsin. Right. There's no equal coverage of the ideology of the subway shooter in New York who was mm-hmm. a black supremacist. They, when's the last time you heard about that guy? Well, and I was going to say, you know, the things that my mind goes to is just like the video that's circulating right now on TikTok of Candace Owens confronting um, Black Lives Matter, Matter headquarters or whatever. It's a private home, but it's listed. Do you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? And um, and people on TikTok are sharing that like crazy, showing here is Candace's version of what happened that day versus what the person that was in the home, I can't remember her name, one of the, you know, co-founders, right. um, says happened. And it's like, she, you know, she's saying she's harassing me, beating on the door, scaring me. And Candace Owens is literally standing away from the property going, is there anyone here I can talk to? I will leave if you don't want me to. She's very um, nice about it, quiet about it, versus the story that's being told. You know, people are sharing this stuff like crazy. And I think they've pulled the curtain back on the Black Lives Matter um you know, movement and the founders of it so much that it's getting everyone's attention right now. Right. Even the people that were marching in the streets because they believed in it are starting to say, wait a minute, we donated all of our time and money to this organization and they're not who they said they were. Well, it was for profit and for, you know. Right. Well, and those founders, they sold their soul to the Democrats is what it comes down to because... Democrats immediately jumped on it because they saw the money-making opportunity Mm -hmm. and took advantage of all those people who were... Some had hate in their heart. If you're in the the streets chanting pigs in a a blanket, fry them like bacon, and you're right, and ACAB and spray paint on sides of bills, those are a different type of people. But people that were out peacefully marching over Black Lives Matter that donated money to Black Lives Matter... Like, those people got bamboozled. And it starts at the top with the Democrat Party. But what happened is the leaders of the Black Lives Matter movement aligned themselves with those very people. Do you remember when Bernie Sanders was giving a speech one time and they, two of the Black Lives Matter founders or head honchos ran up on the stage and like started protesting and made Bernie get off the stage and they took over the mic. I don't know. It is because, you know, Bernie will claim he's with those people, but Bernie's not the source of the money. Bernie's not, Bernie's not at the top of the Democrat party pulling the strings. That's why he keeps getting screwed over during uh, the, the primaries in, uh, in politics. It won't let me send you the video because it says it's too long. Is it something you can play from my phone? Uh, I mean, I can play the audio, but is that going to make a, is that going to work? Well, you kind of want to see the video part of it. Is it something you can pull up yourself on your thing? Mm. I sent it to you on TikTok, but just so they know what we're talking about. Oh, can it, see you the, sent it to my TikTok? Yeah, just so they can see, you know. I don't know if I can pull it up on there. Um, 
Where's our messenger at? Why can't it's I right find there. that? Okay. So where am I at? Where's the messages to me? Do you not ever talk to me? Not on Messenger. I don't ever. I don't even open half of my Messenger messages. I have to apologize to people about that all the time. Golly. I know. I don't ever pay attention to it. I'm usually watching YouTube videos or something on my phone if I'm doing anything. You're going to send it through Messenger. It's going to take a minute to go, though. I tried, and it told me it was too long. But you were sending it from the photo album. you got to go into Messenger and do it that way. I'm so old. <laughs> uh, so, okay. So let me finish this thought real quick. So you've got uh, Milwaukee. You had the tragedy in Buffalo. You've got another tragedy in Texas where at least two people were dead and multiple others injured at a, a flea market. Uh, the shooting may have stemmed from an altercation between two parties that turned violent, according to the sheriff. For now, it appears that the wounded are likely to be participants in the altercation. No innocent by bystanders, as far as we know. At least two pistols were recovered from multiple shots fired. So that's a little bit of a different situation. People shooting at each other. But then, as you just heard, the one out of California, surprisingly an Asian guy going, going to a luncheon after a, mm -hmm. a church service. But I think maybe the most shocking part of that press conference and what they told us was the fact that the church members, who didn't have guns on them, I mean, they're out in California, not right. everybody's carrying, that they were able to subdue the guy and hogtied him mm -hmm. with, like, cables. <laughs> and I'm like, come on now, it's pretty good. And <laughs> they got detained. They, they were able to detain this guy so they can get in his head. You'll also hear the argument about the white kid in Buffalo about how... Oh, if he was black, he'd have been shot dead. Well, you don't want him shot dead. You want him to rot in prison and live a miserable life and not take the easy way out. I don't. I don't want to pay for it. I don't want to pay taxes. I, I well, <laughs> I, I think w what you at least want, put him on death row and make him suffer there. I, I'm happy to pay taxes for the guy as long as he's suffering and he isn't getting the easy way out. But, but we do need to be able to get all the information we can about the guy. Well, I'm all for that if you're going to put them to work to where they're productive members of society and not sitting up there watching TV all day for the next 25 years, you know. Yeah. Getting free meals. And, I mean, some people go to prison on purpose because it's easier than trying to fend for themselves in the real world. I say, you know? <laughs> I say what you need to do is take this kid and put him in a cell block with the biggest most ripped black dude mm -hmm. you've got in prison and tattoo white supremacists across his forehead <laughs> make him live <laughs> make him live with black people for the rest of his life that's right Maybe that's what even, he is that's what know. he deserves and weird things happen in prison if you don't throw a couple gay people in there too well, you know whatever huh just make him suffer <laughs> Oh, you mean so they take advantage of it. Right, right. I see what you're saying. I was like, why are we just throwing gay people in jail? No, not I see what you're saying. I mean I mean criminal gay people. I don't mean regular <laughs> well, gay people. Well when you people. said that I was like, wait a minute, what? Regular gay people don't want to do that. So hold on. Before we show this video, I noticed Miss Kim's not here tonight. Do you think it has anything to do with the fact that you called her out on the radio this week? Oh god. I didn't say her name. It doesn't matter. He can go back and watch or video and see her in the comments. John Bird's not going to go back and watch the video. You don't know that. Well, you, and you called her out. I think you need to message her. No, you message her. Straight here on the show. 
I didn't say call her and apologize. I didn't even say it to John Bird. I said it to AJ. John Bird doesn't even it's know. On the podcast replay. I know, but nobody's going back and listening Maybe to Maybe somebody sent it to him. You never know. Oh my God. She's not here for a reason. She's been here with us listen every week for a year and she's all of a sudden not here. Listen. I think you owe Miss Kim an apology. Kim Kim knows me. Okay. Kim knows that anything she says can and will be used against her in the court of radio. Is that how we're playing? Because <laughs> I have a microphone right in front of my face right now. Is that how we're playing? I'm just speaking for Kim. <laughs> I've got Kim's back. Kim knows. And, and I didn't say your name for a reason. Now, here you are rehashing it, mm-hmm. reminding people. I don't think we need to bring it they up. They were anymore. all here last just, week. Just figure out where Kim's at. Well, Jeez. we're trying to. We know where she's at. She's Jeez. giving you the silent treatment, which any respectable woman would do when she's mad at a man. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> let's talk about Mo Brooks for a minute. No, I want you to play that video. It's not coming through. I'm not going to be able to play it. It shows on my phone it went through. Oh, maybe it did. <laughs> okay, it did. I was just saying, like... But this is circulating like wildfire on TikTok right now. And explain what it is again? It is... Well, he'll explain it. Okay. Well, here, we'll just play it then. This morning, I woke up to Candace Owens being outside of my house with a news crew. Um, She was demanding that I come outside. Hello. Um, I'm just looking to speak to whoever is at this property because it's listed as the Black Lives Matter property. Sir? Hello? The fact that she's came outside my house and demanded things harassed me uh, is unacceptable. We're not trying to harass you. We'll gladly leave. We're just wondering if we can speak to anybody. Y'all... I really need my family to be safe. <laughs> I need to be safe. I need my child to be safe. And this, this, what happened this morning is not safety. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. <laughs> a full-on actress. This is one of the Black Lives Matter's leaders. A Marxist, a liar, who is finally getting exposed and the light is coming out to be exactly what kind of liar she is. The whole organization was corrupt with these Marxist women behind it. They made millions and millions of dollars. And the families that they were marching for, the families that they were talking about and speaking about, they didn't give no money to those families. Actors, liars, corrupt organization. They didn't care about nobody they were talking about. They just wanted division. They just wanted chaos. They want a communist country and they want to bring us into a place by manipulating us to go crazy. These are the same women who don't want men in the household. Just wicked individuals who truly didn't help nobody in the first place and now they're being exposed. And that's exactly what that video was about. And that's exactly what that video was about. Exposing what really happened during these times. Both parts were shown just so you can see exactly how much the other person is lying. Wasn't no harassing going on. Wasn't no demanding going on. Full of corruption, full of lies. I hope you guys are starting to wake up. Hmm. Now, I mean, he's not the only one sharing this. This is other people over and over and over again sharing this. And it's making its rounds. So I think people are waking up to this BLM 
I mean, you'll still have the stupid white people out there marching in the street. But yeah, like, <laughs> that, white white people, <laughs> li, li, white liberals are the most obnoxious people mm-hmm. on the planet. Let's be honest. I know I said that pro-abortion activists are the most obnoxious. Well, they're the same people. I know. I mean, they're typically the same people. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> they're all obnoxious. I mean, come on. It's just... So, that's what's funny, though. Candace Owens is like, okay, she's taken her multi-million dollar home and listed it as the headquarters of Black Lives Matter so she can evade taxes, likely. Right. So she can say, well, this is not... I, I'm not spending a million dollars on a home. I'm spending it on right. our facilities. But it actually turned out to be your home. And so. she admitted it. Yeah. She's like, well, it's it's listed as the headquarters. <laughs> she's like, she's outside my home. That's pretty yeah. good. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Um, all right. So let me do this real quick. So Mo Brooks, right. Um, Mo Brooks guy, a uh, guy by the name of Will, who is his spokesperson, texted me today. Don't know mm-hmm. how he got my number, but he texted me. And he says, hey, uh, Mo wants to come on your show sometime this week. Now, as we know, it's, Mo doesn't want to come on my show because he likes my show. Mo wants to come on my show because he's in an election that's conducted next week. Do you feel like it's Groundhog's Day? Because you already said all Yeah, Well, I'm starting over because we got railroaded. <laughs> Y'all are just going to have to listen to it again. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So, um... He says, can he come on sometime this week? How does Monday sound? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Let me check with my producer, which was a total excuse. And so I'm not checking with John Bird about anything. Like, John Bird doesn't do my scheduling. Right. Uh, and I still haven't given him an answer. And I'm like, well, if Monday doesn't work, is there another day he can do? And he's like, well, Wednesday. I said, okay. I said, I don't normally bring guests on my show. I said I wouldn't mind having Mo on. I, I kind of did some small talk for a minute just to see if he was going to request that I limit questions or even give me questions to ask. Right. Which I don't, don't get me wrong, I don't think they, I have no reason to think they would do that, but I've mm-hmm. heard of people doing that in the past, and if that were to happen, I would have been like, i tell you what, we're not going to do it. Because I'm not, I'm not about to ask somebody else's questions or even be confined. Like, if you want to come on my show and talk to my audience, you're going to answer the questions that people really want to know. My audience has. And I think, honestly, what you should do is bring them on and give them the hardball questions that they don't want to answer. And so the other ones are going to be like, I don't know, we can go on this show and not have to answer these kind of questions, or we can go on that show and have to answer them. So then the future ones will be like, oh, we'll just skip McLean. Well, yeah, and, and really what it comes <laughs> down to, if that happens, it's not going to hurt my feelings. I don't really care. No, but then also your listeners are going to know, well, if he's actually going on McLean's show, he's going to ask the hard questions, so let's listen to that one. Yeah. You know, it might work in your advantage. Well, especially if he comes on my show, say it's the last interview he does, and then he wins the primary, I'll be like, man, I told you. <laughs> You're going to need me if you want to make it in this town. <laughs> <laughs> you will need Andrew McClay if you go make it in this state. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I guess the question for me to you guys is, what would you want me to ask about Brooks? Here are my two top questions that I'm going to ask in no particular order. I want to ask him, uh, one, have you seen 2,000 mules, and what's your opinion? 
if he tells me he doesn't know what that is, I'm going to call him out and I'm going to say, right. you're lying to my audience. Have you seen it or have you not? Right. And we'll see what happens there. And, and I don't want to be hostile with the guy. No. Don't get me wrong. I'm just, I, I, I'm just kind of playing it out in my mind like, what if? Right. The other one is going to be, I mean, on a personal side, I'm gonna I want to ask him about va- the vaping industry and if he's going to stand up for jobs in Alabama on that front and mm-hmm. fighting against the federal government trying to do that because both of our current senators voted for vaping to be banned, but whatever. The other question would be, what are you going to do or what do you feel about your current minority leader, Kevin McCarthy, who on January 6th requested or pondered whether or not members of his party in Congress should have their Twitters taken away, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates, and if you become a senator for the state of Alabama and are working alongside Lindsey Graham... What are you going to do with him? Are you going to hold him accountable? Because after the election, we've got the quote from him on a secret recording where he was talking about, that's ah, okay that Joe Biden won. I mean, these things, you know, they just, what did he say? They, they, they refresh or, you know, rotate or he's like, and how bad, how mad can you get at Joe Biden? It's not that big a deal. He's president. We'll just deal with it. Like, these are the Republicans Mm -hmm. that I want my next senator fighting against. Right. I do not see Mike Durant doing it, and I definitely do not see Katie Britt doing it. So what's Mo Brooks going to do on that front? Those are just a couple that I had off the top of my head when he messaged me today. Honestly, had no intentions of having any of them on leading up to this primary, but I'll bring him on if he wants to. So... What about you guys? What do you think? Do you think, uh, what do you think I should ask the guy? Just out of curiosity. I'll probably, since I'm not going to have him on tomorrow, I'll probably ask this question on the radio and just see what people think. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not taking a list of questions from the listeners to ask him, but maybe I'll throw something at me that I hadn't thought of and I can add it to my list. Right. So, I don't know. What would you ask him? I know what you'd ask him. You'd be like, "What, what do you, what do you want us to have for dinner?" Because Andrew can't decide. <laughs> I've already cooked dinner for tonight. What is it? I made beef tips and light rice last night for tonight. I know you don't like it very much, but I'm sorry. I already made it. It's fine. <laughs> I cooked it last night, so I didn't have to cook tonight since we were doing the show. I know. Beef- At least I remembered the show last night. And not today. We're not doing Beef tips and rice just seems like a very third world country dinner, though. Well, it happens to be one of my daughter's favorite dinners, and she was home this weekend. That's why I made it. And now she's not even here. Mm-mm. And so we're She already it. told me she wasn't going to be here in time to eat. I mean. We're eating it in her honor. And that's right. Thanks a lot, kid. <laughs> Thanks a lot, kid. Yes. What would I ask him? Yeah, what would you ask? Um... On the 2,000 mules thing, I think I would want to know if he thinks it's even possible to fix this and how he would fix it. Right. On the watch the water thing, (laughs) I would ask him if he's seen that and what he thinks about that. 
He probably would never admit to that. No, probably not. Mm-mm. Um, yeah, because he's going to be worried. Here's what I. Here's what I got to do with these people. Mm-hmm. I've got to lull them into a false sense of security to feel like it's just us talking, dude. Like, just be straight up with me. Is that what it, you do to me in here? Yes. <laughs> it's going to it's going to translate much better to this audience if you just be real with us. Right. That's going to sell you. I think... I, I, Personally, I think Mo Brooks is in a great position right now. And I, mm-hmm. I have not endorsed a candidate. I don't think I will leading up to the the primary. But if I had to pick one of the three, it would probably be Mo Brooks if I had to pick him right now. Right. That's not necessarily who I'm going to vote for on election day. Mm-hmm. But... But it would, uh, I, I really don't like the other two. Well, and you know, my line of thinking would not be what the audience really wants to know. Because the first thing I thought of when you said he wanted to come on the show was the shooting at the baseball fields. Because I remember the morning that that happened, he actually called into the radio and I was listening to that interview. And it was like right after the shooting happened. Yeah. And do you remember I said that today? I was like, well, I mean, this thing just happened. This weekend, and what was it, Friday that that happened? I think he called, but I want to say the first person that called Matt Murphy was Gary Palmer. But they were all there. But I'm saying the one I heard. Yeah. You know, and maybe I didn't hear him. That's in my memory that that's who I heard. Well, it was Gary Palmer and Mo Brooks and Steve Scalise. Mm -hmm. They were all kind of right there next to each other. Right, and I feel like... And when they were doing interviews on TV and stuff, they were all in there together. Yeah, I feel like Mo Brooks is the one I heard that morning. And, uh, and maybe I'm wrong. I mean, that was years ago. But um, that's the first thing that came to my mind. I'm a conspiracy theorist. And, you know, this shooting on Friday, as soon as they started speaking white nas- or white supremacist, I was like, okay, is this a patsy? Is this a, they're just framing him to look like this? Or what, you know, what's going on with it? I mean, it yeah. might be a legit shooting. I'm not trying to say it's not, but. You know what? I, I Real quick, I've got to, um. Give a shout out to my new buddy who's a lawyer in New York. Mm-hmm. I introduced him to the podcast. Yeah. And I, I didn't really get an idea of what his politics are. Right. Uh, but I told him we don't talk politics on, on this, this show. We typically don't. Yeah. And, uh, now, like, in the next day or two, he's going to be listening to this. And he's like, this dude's full of it, man. He said they don't even talk politics And on I here. think Miss Kim is in here now and Bailey. Is it, did I see Bailey in here? Who's Bailey? Reed. Someone said Bailey. I saw him said Bailey, but I don't see a Bailey in well, here. Well, no, but I think it's the parent. I mean, I'm seeing the side of the screen, but I thought the, I saw a few people say hey to Bailey. So I was, oh, parent. is it Bryn, Bryn Lee? Is that Bryn Lee? Bryn Lee. Bryn Lee. Bryn Lee. Sorry, I'm seeing it from the side. So I see a bunch of people saying hello. So I caught my eye. Bryn Lee? <laughs> Who is Bryn Lee? So hello. Uh, you probably have to scroll up to see. And Kim is in the house. Kim is Hi, the Kim. going to be the center of attention for a moment. Yes, because Andrew has something to say. <laughs> I want to say that your friend Trish is full of it, and she thinks you weren't here because you were upset at me because I mentioned on the show that somebody 
has a crush on John Byrne. I didn't say who. I didn't even say if it was a guy or a girl. I just said somebody's got a crush. Well, and in my defense, I was just being dramatic. I didn't think that's why she was not here. But I do want him to apologize. Oh, Brindley is the beef jerky king's daughter. Okay. So, hi, Brindley. Hi, Brindley. Um, yeah, so, so Kim. So, what do you have to say? Kim says she's not mad. I know, but I, I am. You. <laughs> you apologize to her right I now. I told you. <laughs> Kim loves me. Kim, you're supposed to back me up, girl. Kim loves me. <laughs> she can't be mad at me. <laughs> Kim, are you coming to Jawbone Jam? Can you get out on a Thursday night? What's your schedule like? Bone jaw brand. What do I call it? Bone jam brawl. Bone bone jam brawl. <laughs> bone jam brawl. WrestleMania. I'm a little disappointed in Kim now because she doesn't have my back. Now, I was trying to have her back, and now she's like, no. Yeah, this did a whole. This did a 180. It went from Kim being mad to me, mad at me, and now now Trish is mad at Kim. I'm so disappointed, Kim. Girl code. Look at that. Oh, she's driving right now. Woo! Sound like me texting and driving. I'll watch. You don't do that. Our I'll, insurance might be watching. <laughs> I watch TikToks while I'm driving. <laughs> well, she's watching Twitch, apparently, while she's driving. I've never watched Twitch while I'm driving. I'll have to try that tomorrow. Yeah. You might need to stay off Twitch from what it sounds like. Oh, yeah. Twitch is... Oof. Man, what a disturbing video that was. For real. So what did he have a GoPro? I I don't know. He may no because that wouldn't be live streaming. He was wearing tactical gear. He had body armor on. So what it seemed like was he maybe had just had a cell phone strapped to his chest. Gotcha. I can actually. I'm going to show you a screenshot. I'm not going to play the video just because it's graphic, but uh, I'll kind of show you a screenshot from it. Yeah, ever since she described it to me, my stomach's hurt a little bit. Huh? I'm I'm looking it up real quick. Did you just say sure? I said I was saying shooter. Oh, uh, <laughs> like are you doubting my stomach ache? Um, close your eyes real quick, just so I don't accidentally put it on you. Uh, uh here's here's one photo from the live stream as he's pulling up to. The grocery store. You can see his gun here. That's him, obviously, in the mirror. Um, and, you know, we are going to have crazy people do stuff like this. Right. We are. That is going to happen. And I'm surprised it hasn't happened more often, to be honest. You know? This is... I'm, I'm going to stop this whenever it starts with the... It's got to go for it, right? So he was at the end of the parking lot, and so what he does is he... He's wearing gloves, which is kind of weird, considering he's not trying to hide who he is. So yeah, he he just basically pulls up to the front door over here and um, parks his car, gets out and grabs his gun, and then proceeds to... That's so terrible. Start shooting people. It was just... Kind of makes is, me nauseous just watching that yeah, part of it. Yeah, it makes my stomach hurt. And to think that children have access to watch this stuff, and they will. My daughter watches stuff like this all the time. 
Um, they have websites that are devoted to videos like this. You know, to you can go in and watch as much of it as you want. Yeah, there's stuff on the dark so web. Disturbing. Suicide videos and just some of the the most horrible things you can witness. Mm-hmm. People get. I don't. I don't know if it's a satisfaction, but it's almost. It comes down to something of, of doing something that you're not supposed to do. Right. In the sense of it's. I don't know, adrenaline rush or something. There used to be videos of called Faces of Death Mm -hmm. that used to be out. And it was documentaries that were put together. And it was a string of different videos of maybe cop shootings Mm -hmm. or people committing suicide on camera or accidents gone wrong, showing the very gruesome parts of those, those incidents. Right. And I remember as a kid... I say a kid, a teenager, we used to go rent that movie at the video store on VHS mm-hmm. and go back and watch it. And it was just, you know, it was just a thing of, oh man, this, it was like, it was like horror movies, watching horror movies, but it was right. that much worse because it was real. So it was like a scare factor almost, but I'll never forget we were out of school. It was the middle of the day. We had rented one of the movies. I was with my buddy. And I'd cooked a frozen pizza, and I started eating it as we were watching it, and I got so sick. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> why, would, why would I do that? And I don't know. I still remember it to this day. Well, and I know that they have uh, videos of, like, strange ways to die, and I think that's what she was watching, is it was just, um, you know, weird ways people die. But still, you don't want your child to be exposed to that stuff. Right. You can't unsee it once you've seen it. Yeah. You know? It'll take me. Uh, it'll probably take me a minute to get over what I watched with that well, video. And you know, with this baby food shortage going on right now, you might see more of this kind of stuff. People fighting in the stores, and I mean, people are getting scared right now. I've noticed on Facebook because they can't find their baby formula. Their kids have allergies and stuff like that. Like they're messing with the babies. You know, and that's going to be something that will push the mamas and the daddies over the edge, you know? Mm hmm. And Bama Phoenix says there was a whole series. Yeah, there was like six or seven different volumes of Faces of Death. Uh, You can actually, I think you can find some of them on YouTube still. Don't promote that, babe. (laughs) No, I tell you, go watch it. No, don't go watch that stuff. You can't unsee it once you've seen it. It's out there. So let let me just back up a minute and ask this general question about Mm -hmm. Mo Brooks. Would you guys be entertained if I brought him on, or are you afraid it's going to be a snooze fest? Because that's my number one concern. Do you want to know my opinion? Yes. I I would. No, I don't want to know your opinion. Okay. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. (laughs) I mean, personally, I don't believe anything a politician says they're going to do because half the time, even if they have genuine intentions of doing something, they get shut down. So to me, a politician being interviewed is a waste of time. Okay. In my I won't listen to it. I'm texting his spokesperson back. I'm going to say, Dear Will. My fiance <laughs> said I can't have Mo on the <laughs> show. I didn't say you couldn't. I just said I wouldn't listen. She said <laughs> we would not get married if I did. So sorry. Have a good weekend. Sin.
hold to see if this video will come through so these people can see how ridiculous you are. Mark says, snooze fest. See, that's what I'm worried about. I just, I, I mean, I can... The, the thing is, is if I bring him on, I'm not going to be one of these hosts that play patty cake with him. Right? I'm not going to be like, oh, Mo Brooks, let's talk about how awful Joe Biden is. I don't want to know what you're going to do against the Democrats. I know Mo's a solid conservative vote on almost everything. Mm -hmm. I want to know what you're going to do to weed out the scumbags that are in our party. Right. And is it even possible at this point? I mean, you know. And I want to know if you get into the Senate and you've got two years to figure out how to fix the elections, is that going to be your top issue? Because if we don't fix these elections, we're done. No, we, we don't have a right to vote right now. I mean, we can't take another four years of Biden or anybody in that administration. The Democrats are not going to go back to the middle anytime soon. Mm -hmm. Right. They keep going further and further left. Joe Biden was supposed to be the moderate. And he's further left than anybody we've ever seen. Because he's just a, a puppet. He's not mm -hmm. really there mentally. But at the same time... Uh, Democrats are going to continue to put in far left radicals because that's where the money, the money that's coming in, that's who it's being, that's why it's coming in. Well, right now with, with, especially after watching that movie, I already felt this way, but after watching that movie, the 2000 mules, I don't feel like my vote matters. So I'm not going to sit there and listen to someone on the radio for 30 minutes, possibly mislead me anyway on what he would do if he was in office. And I'm not saying he is going to mislead, but... Well, I would... Um, one, I would only... I would tell him it's only going to be for a segment. But then if I feel like we got something good going, I'll ask him to hold to the other side. Mm -hmm. But everybody in our chat is saying no. I mean, that's how I feel, personally. <laughs> Are y'all just siding with Trish? I'm just... <sighs> what are y'all doing? Can you find 2,000 Mules on YouTube? I doubt it. <laughs> Probably not. You can find the trailer on YouTube. Now, if you want to send me a, a message on Messenger, I can get you a link for it if mm -hmm. you hadn't seen it yet. Um, I don't know. Here's what I'll do. Tomorrow, I'll ask this same question on the show. Mm -hmm. I'll say, do y'all want me to bring Mo Brooks on? It's not like it's anything special. He's been on News and Views like 20 times. Well, then I'd just leave him there then. Um, <laughs> but Dale Jackson, I have no problems with Dale Jackson. I like Dale Jackson. But he's in the tank for Mo Brooks. We all know right. that. He's got a personal relationship with Mo. They're both from Huntsville. So he's going to be in the tank for Mo Brooks. He's not going to ask him any hard questions because... He doesn't jeopardize. He don't want to jeopardize his campaign. If I say something and he gives me an answer about something that wrecks his campaign, ain't no skin off my back, cuz. Right. It just made for good radio, and then maybe we'll get a bunch of stories written about us. Yeah. But, uh, well, I don't know. I mean, as long as you promise to make it interesting by making him squirm, then maybe I'll listen. Well, and maybe he doesn't squirm at the questions. Maybe he's got legitimate answers that convince people to, you know, vote for him. I just, mm -hmm. my two biggest things are, are you going to fix our voting process? But I see, to me, the fact that they're not screaming at the top of their lungs tells me that they're afraid to do anything about it. 
I mean, they all know this happened. It's not like the 2,000 mules is the first time they've heard this evidence or seen this evidence. So the fact that none of them are already fighting for it tells me that they're not going to do anything about it. Hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean... It, it, well, they may look at me, it as an uphill battle that they're not going to win, so they're not going to try to die on that hill. Yeah. Literally. Well, if he tells <laughs> me if he tells me something that doesn't turn out to be true, then we'll hold his feet to the fire. Mm-hmm. Well, well I'm not saying record. I'm not saying he's going to be dishonest, but I'm saying like what happened during that election, every politician on both sides should have been screaming for the integrity of the election. Right. And they weren't. But None of them were. Very oh, few of them were. They were well, the first of all, <laughs> most of them are weak. Most of them are like Lindsey right. Graham, but a lot of them that normally would have said something were threatened. But that's my point. They might not feel like they can do anything about it. You know, the fact that none of them are really f- trying to fight for it now just tells me nothing's going to be fixed. There's a lot of people fighting for it. They don't they don't get any coverage, any media coverage. Fox News won't even mention the word 2000 mules. Um yeah. but So is Mo Brooks fighting for it? I don't know. Oh, here's here's the thing. You, what you got to know about Mo Brooks is he was one of the very few on January 6th mm-hmm. that stood up and objected to certifying the election. Okay. Well, His that's excuse good. was, "I want some questions answered mm-hmm. before we do this." Then have him on. And <laughs> him, I think Josh Hawley. There was a couple others that stood up and said, "You know, the, the, he Mo Brooks is a congressman, so he wasn't in the Senate during the the certification, mm-hmm. but he did speak out about it." Right, and knowing that tells me, yeah, I do want to hear why he's not still fighting for it or maybe he is because if he objected on january 6th then why is he still not fighting for it do you see what i'm saying yeah i mean it sounds like he knew and and it may be that it's just an uphill battle that they can't fight congressman will you give me a shout out (laughs) During your first national TV interview after you win the primary. And will you give me sole credit for your election? That's what, what I want to know. What if he's watching right now? Look in that you know, camera and talk to him. How about this? We could be a lot more laid back if we had him on the podcast. Do it. I mean, you would do it with just the two of you, but I wouldn't have anything to add. I don't keep up with it like you do anymore. You I mean, would have to do it by yourself. I just sound like an idiot trying to talk to him right now. Yeah, but you could ask him anything. I wouldn't know what to ask him. And you like say, I didn't even know that he was standing up January sixth. I just don't pay attention like you do. Anymore. You could say, uh, Congressman, my fiance <laughs> goes commando more than the average person. And I'm going to know, do you feel like that is... Do you sit or stand when you pee? <laughs> socially acceptable to not wear underwear? Yeah, I wouldn't do that to myself. <laughs> when you're hanging around the house or occasionally in public. I wear underwear to work. Yeah. Sometimes. You're a nut. 
That's true. I sent you a video of the other night we went. Was it last night? was pizza night, right? Yeah. And we went to get the pizza. Then I got sick and I didn't get to eat any. And then actually, I woke up at two a.m. and I went to the kitchen. Did you at really? Eight. I, I didn't did. even know you got out of bed at two yeah, a.m. Show sure enough. So we go to get the pizza last night. Where's the video? Pass, I sent it to you on Facebook. Yes. And um, he's like, "There's a wedding going on in the front yard down the street." Yeah. And he goes, "I want to ride down, ride, ride by there with the windows down and scream at him and honk." I'm like, babe, they're going to think somebody's running up in the yard with the car. I took my video out and filmed this fool. Mm-hmm. He drove by twice to get this, okay? This <laughs> 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 is actually funny. <laughs> yeah, so there's a wedding down the street. They're doing it in the front yard, and I'm like, we should just ride by there and be like, congratulations. You just don't see horse. weddings in people's front yards very often. It's right. like not a normal thing. It was a little odd, and it's kind of on a busy street. I have a, I think what happened is it's right across the street from our city park, which is a very nice park, and people use the pavilions over there for weddings and birthdays and stuff. Well... You can't reserve it. You just have to be the first one to set up that day. And I think what happened is there was a car show this weekend that was not pre-announced. So I think they probably were told they couldn't set the wedding up at the park. And since they had already sent invitations, they probably just said, well, we got to do it right here so people know where to go. Yeah. That's what I think happened. That's just me trying to figure out why they did it in the front yard on this busy street. So. By the way, Jeremy Attaway says, nobody chats on this. He's your typical, get off my lawn, old man. <laughs> it's because everybody's on Twitch. You're you're watching one of multiple uh, live Yeah, streams. there's people chatting. They're just on different uh, streaming services. Yeah, we get to see all of them. The people on Facebook. You got to understand, people don't watch on Facebook. They're on Facebook to scroll, so they're not going to sit on one post for an hour and a half. The no. people on Twitch... Those people They're are intentional. The people that are on Twitch are intentional. All right, here's a video from last night. <laughs> Did they turn all the lights out? <laughs> this is riveting. Congratulations! <laughs> he was so happy yeah, after so, he got to do that last night. Uh, Look how yeah. happy he was. Wait, listen, you got to listen to him yell when we do it. Oh, yeah. They yelled at us. Congratulations! <laughs> you could barely hear it. I was, I was excited. Did you hear it? Yeah. <laughs> Me out there with my sleeveless shirt well, at a I think, wedding. I think I turned the camera off, but that's when I was like, well, should we just do it on the side of the road at Bucky's? I thought, personally, we should <laughs> go to the wedding. I thought we should go by and... <laughs> Crash it and take a couple pictures with the bride and the groom. I thought that would be funny, but she wouldn't let me. No. He was so excited after he got to scream out of the window. It was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's our life, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Andrew's going to be a jailbird soon. What does that mean? Am I going to jail again? Does that mean I can sleep on your side of the bed? I guess. <laughs> That's why I have to take a nap, because I don't sleep at night. Yeah. we got to get a new mattress. That's true. I don't know what was going on this morning. I stayed in bed like an extra hour after I woke up, and then 
pretending like I was asleep because a stream of strangers <laughs> were walking in and out of the bedroom all morning. Yeah. And my- then you just... <laughs> when, like, here's the thing when people are at the house you got to close the bedroom door while i'm still in there i was sending them in there i know but you still left the door open so i was like well i can't even get up because i don't know when somebody's gonna come in here okay you guys that have kids know as they get older they have a group of friends that all the kids stayed at my house like i was the house everyone spent the night at i was that you know i had the six extra kids and so all of these kids are like my kids. So when they come over here and they need something, I'm like, just go back there and get it. One of them needed makeup wipes this morning. And I was like, just run back there in the bedroom. They're in my nightstand. Go get your makeup wipes. And so he's asleep in the bed. And I've got, well, they're not teenage girls. They're like 20, 24 and 25. And I'm like, just go back there and get what you need. And one needed a pair of shoes. Another one needed makeup wipes. And Andrew's in the bed asleep. Mm-hmm. I had no regard. <laughs> but in my defense, it was 10 o'clock in the morning. I'd been up since 6 out of the bed. So, didn't you care know, nothing to me, about it's 10 o'clock. So. Didn't care nothing about my needs. <laughs> nothing. I did tell them to be quiet so they wouldn't wake you up. But I did send them in there. Andrew always looks like he's just woke up before these shows. <laughs> I did just wake up before the show, like 30 minutes before. She goes, do I look like I just woke up? <laughs> he said, I you look like you're in a panic. And I was like, well, kind of am. You were. And I'm drinking coffee, so I'll probably be up all night tonight. That's insane. I don't know how you do that. Well, because we had to do the show and I needed to wake up. Um, Anything else that we plan on throwing at these fine people? Um... What was, oh, my memories. Now, I've mentioned this before and how cringy, absolutely cringy (laughs) your Facebook memories can be, especially if you've been on Facebook since, I think mine goes back to like 2013. years ago, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And um, may go back further than that. Actually, may go back to like 2010, 2009. It goes far enough back to where instead of us just posting a regular status, we would put, is at a concert. Right. Know? I remember those days. <laughs> is having a good day. Looking forward to Friday. You know, stuff like that. I just, it's so funny because back then, every they, they joked and said my, my Facebook was where everyone went to hang out. And I'd have 200 comments on one status back then. Now, I don't even post. It's just like night and day. Yeah. And some of the stuff I see from back then, some of the things I would say, I'm like, why do people talk to me? Yeah, I think the same thing. Yeah. And and I'm like, some of the things I've posted in the past, Mm -hmm. I feel like when I do run for politics, when I do run for (laughs) office. You're going to run for politics? I'm just going to print out like a spreadsheet of links. Just go ahead and put it out there. People can find my most offensive posts and right like, yes i said something about mexicans cutting grass yes i did that well, <laughs> what about whatever. the video you keep sharing of all your family members telling mexican jokes to them oh yeah i was going around to my one of my mexican family members and telling mexican jokes i'll see if i can find that it's right there on your page well you no, shared it, it again did i you shared oh, it the okay. other day and yeah, i commented on it i'll play it again Let's these, look. Are, these are his family members and he keeps telling the jokes you know yeah well see here's the this one's not that old this is from this is actually from last year. Me talking about Joe Biden's America. <laughs> I think that one got like 50,000 or 70,000 views on it. It was because of the Bucky's outfit. Yeah, probably. Uh, let's see. What else we got? This this is the old studio. This is one of the broadcasts from 99.5. Back when I was just a measly um, fill-in guy. 
This one's trash. At 2.20, I get the call. I need an iPhone charger, and the show's about to start. I rush home to give him my charger, and he's got a mic set up for me. I think I was bamboozled. He's been trying to get me on air for two and a half years. I guess he thought it would be easy since he's doing it from the house this week. Nope. I don't think I did it. <laughs> I think you did. Is that... I think that was the time when I told y'all the Democrats were going to cheat and win the election. And y'all, you and AJ argued with me. I bet that was the day. May have been. We need to go back. What's the date on that? So I can go back and listen to the audio and we'll play it next week. Uh, May 15th. I think it only does 100 episodes. I don't think you can go back Oh, that far. man. Because yeah. I would love to have that evidence. Oh, look at this. I posted this two years ago. It is a um, a car... With a bumper sticker that says, guns are for cowards. Which, as a translation, it's okay to rob me at gunpoint. I won't shoot back. Yeah. Or carjack this car. Uh, I'll see. What else we got? (laughs) Oh, I remember that Russell P. Yep. (laughs) Oh, is it going to let me comment it? Let me comment it. That was when we were out of town, right? And Russell was covering for, for you on the show. No, I was in studio for that one. Mm. Let me tag Russell real quick. Russell. Pete. Okay. Send that so he can be reminded. This is riveting, by the way. Look at the Joe Lockett socks. You remember when, you, you remember when Joe Lockett came out with his own socks? Those are kind of cool, though. I actually wore them for a while. Look That's at these two babies. stupid we look. <laughs> these two babies right here. That's when you drove over to my work to give me a hug. I said journalism is dead in 2017. Wow. How about that? <laughs> it says I love Aniana Chevron. This was at the Aniana Chevron. <laughs> it says these Indians really love their gas station. <laughs> See, those are the things that I'm going to have to put out there. Right. You know, like, okay. <laughs> this may seem mildly racist, but I promise I'm not racist. I'm just funny. Um, There's Howard Stern. Look at me. AGT on demand. Yes. I don't even know what that means. America's Got Talent. Oh. I'm like, on you demand, wa- how cool is Hold that? Hold on, you watched that show? When Howard was on there, I did. But you were not just fangirling that. in it. It had nothing to do with the talent part of the show. Probably not. Okay. No. Uh, this one says, save my home, grass cutting, weed eat, flowers planted. Is this what we're reduced to, looking at your Facebook memories? It says, now this guy has good marketing skills. <sighs> oh my God. <laughs> There's some shrug nuts. No, that looks like a, okay. Looks like a what? So I should, I wish I had time to find the picture of the one at Toys R Us. So Lauren was like seven years old and we were walking in and there was a Toys R Us Impala sitting in the parking lot where they had painted it with the Toys R Us theme all over it. And it had one of those things hanging from the bottom. And Lauren's like, mom, look at that ball sack. Can you say that on here? I guess. And I'm like, she's like seven years old. I'm like, what do you know about that? You know about a ball sack. <laughs> and she, I, I need to find the post because I actually put what happened in the story. It's actually pretty funny. All right. So, oh my God. We should play that video. And send it to me. It's right there on the thing. You can't play it. from. It's in the comments. So there's you a f- didn't post it in the comments, yeah, I did. did you? There's a there's a filter on Snapchat that will make it look like you're crying. 
So I sent and should I just send you the videos? So yeah, you, because okay. you didn't post it in the comments. Oh, uh, I did post it in the comments. I'm telling you right oh, now, I, I posted it, it in the comments. Oh, there it is. Here, play mine first though, so they'll understand what's going on. Okay. But so there's a filter on Snapchat oh, that makes God. it look like you're crying. That's so dumb. And we're actually laughing in the videos, but it looks like you're crying. So let me. It's so funny, you guys. If you have Snapchat, you need to go make the videos. It's awkward. It's so funny. I cried, and I had just done my makeup, too. I literally had just done my makeup, and I cried it all off. I was laughing so hard. Mm. So. All right, I sent the first one. All right. This is Trish with her filter. (laughs) I was told they don't need me today, and I don't know how to take that. I was trying to tell him that I logged in for work because I'm working from home. And I was just joking around and I was like, they don't need me today, you know, at work. And that's what I was trying to say. So, you're so dumb. Here. You do, this is the second one right here. Yeah. Does that mean I'm fired? Like, what does that mean? <laughs> oh my God. It's. So I sent it to him. He's doing show prep. And before he plays this video, I'm going to tell you, it's laundry day at my house. So you'll see laundry everywhere in the living room because I brought it in there to fold it. But I'm going to show it anyway, even though my living room's a mess in this video. So I sent him the video, and I know I'm going to hear him come from the studio. Did you get it? Mm, no. I've only got two. There's the third one. Is this one me? That's you coming from the studio. The one that was in my comments. He, and I've got my face turned so that he can't see that I'm not crying yeah, and I'm she, actually laughing. She's like, you know, like she's crying. Like, <laughs> oh, let me bang it up. <laughs> Look at how dirty our living room looks in this video. They got the TV set up so I can play video games. What? <laughs> what? Like a slob. <laughs> now here's the third video. How many videos do you have? Well, I have four. I took small clips. Oh my so God. he's laughing in this last one, but it looks like he's crying. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I don't even want to play these. I look like a jabroni. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so good. You're an idiot. If those clothes weren't piled up on the couch, I would have made a TikTok out of that. You see, well, you just showed it to the whole <laughs> podcast These are audience. Our, this is our family watching this. But I'm Ugh. not sticking on TikTok. Because you know what they'll do on TikTok? I'd be crying too if all that laundry was piled up on my couch. <laughs> Y'all, it was so freaking funny. And then, because it looks like he is laughing so hard, it looks like he's really devastated. <laughs> Play it again. I'm not playing time. it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh my god. Oh, you're so <laughs> dumb. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Please stop. Why are I'm so glad this still makes me cry. It's been like a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Then he goes she's been talking the, about it for a week. So then he she's goes into lying. the station and he's like, I'm all flustered today because Trish got me thinking she got fired. <laughs> yeah. You jacked me up. He came in the living room. What happened? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, yeah. She waits till I get her back. This going to be real funny at that point. Yep. <sighs> Oh, so dumb. <laughs> Can we move over to my Mexican jokes now? Look, uh, they even reposted it on the Breaking Bread with AJ. And oh, Chuck yeah, Bar. they reposted the still photos that I sent. Yeah, oh, it was all over Facebook. He put <laughs> he put it on the 99.5 page and everything. <laughs> like It was a whole ordeal. Oh, yeah, here's the... <laughs> <laughs> is that Isaac? Yeah, so this is my cousin Isaac. I think he's my cousin. He's part of the side of the family that's Mexican, right? Right. And so uh, I decided one day, we were at some sort of event, and I was like, I'm just going to come up and I'm going to tell Mexican jokes until he makes me stop. <laughs> and he was getting frustrated. He's like, dude, just please just shut up. Stop. <laughs> Isaac, what do you call a Mexican with a rubber toe? I don't know. Roberto. Isaac, why do Mexicans take Xanax? Uh, for Hispanic attacks. <laughs> Isaac, what do you call a Mexican on a lawnmower? Promoted. <laughs> Isaac, why can't you play Uno with a Mexican? Because they keep stealing all the green cards. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac, did you hear about the Mexican train killer? No, I didn't. He had the local motives. What do you get when you cross a Mexican with a country singer? A Reba McIntyre. Hey, Isaac, what do you call Mexican potheads? Baked beans. I don't know, Andrew. I'm tired of these jokes and everything. I'm just tired. Hey Isaac, what do you get when you cross a Mexican and a German? A Beaner Schnitzel. <laughs> hey Kayla, what do you call a Mexican? Stop! I'm not doing this. <laughs> I love Kayla's reaction. <laughs> that was my cousin Kayla. She's like, stop. I love God, your whole family, both sides, you're so awesome. See, that was some of my better Facebook memories. But <laughs> I laugh not at the jokes because the jokes were dumb. I laugh at their reactions. Yeah. Because I love how Kayla just shut it down. She did. She wasn't having any of it. <laughs> and I texted her like two days ago, and she still ain't texted me back. I wouldn't either if I were her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We got anything else we need to bring to people, or is that it for this mediocre show this week? <laughs> we'll prepare better next week. We won't sleep right before. And yeah. Trish just took a, took a two-hour nap I before took the a show. siesta. Whatever that means. A nap. I wish we were having a siesta for dinner instead of rice. We can. There's a Guadalajara down the street. Even though I don't like Guadalajara. 
I mean, I what's the one wherever. I like to go to? What's it called? Oh, uh, not Dos Pesos. That's in uh, you like in Pelham. El Cazador. El Cazador. Yeah, I can go with El Cazador. I kind of want to try the new one too. But is this because you don't want beef tips and rice? Maybe it's already cooked. I'll eat it. I can freeze it until she comes back. I don't care. Okay. Mexican it is. <laughs> All right. Y'all listen to the show tomorrow. Talk 99.5, 12 to 2. Uh, Birmingham Barons this Thursday. Uh, if Trish wants to come out for the game and hang out for a little. No? No. I mean, I don't get off work until 6 o'clock. Well, and if you don't come. Well, the game doesn't start until 7. But if you don't come, then I'm I'm not sticking around. I stay along to I I stay there long enough to drink two beers and dip. But the only broadcast that will be from there is Breaking Bread, and I told them I would be on their show Thursday. So okay, I I'll guess I'll just dip out at seven. And mm-hmm. if any of y'all happen to come to the Barons game, let me know, and I'll at least stop by and say hi. And if any of you guys want to volunteer to level my yard to put in a pool. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what we should have talked about. <laughs> yeah, me getting up this morning and pulling the pool out. Yeah, she's like. Six hey, o'clock gonna... this morning, I'm in the backyard pulling the pool out. She's like, we're going to put the pool up this weekend. We've got some help coming over. It's going to take us like an hour. And I'm like, I don't think you know what's okay. involved. With Can I clarify when I said it's going to take an hour? Every year, I put the pool up by myself. This is a, a this hard is a, shell pool. This right? is a different kind of pool than what I typically put up, but I have always put the pools up by myself. I planned on getting out there at 6 o'clock in the morning, getting everything laid out and set up so that once everyone got here, all we had to do was level the ground a little bit and throw it together. That was my intentions. Mm-hmm. And then I got out there and, and realized our yard was a little bit more janky than I thought. Wasn't going to work. No. It was not going to work. Not to dirt. Not to dirt. So if you have a bobcat in your backyard and want to do some leveling for us, we'd love it. Yes, we would. We'd With invite that- you over to swim even. With that being said, we are out of here. Thank y'all so much for hanging out with us yet again. We always appreciate it. I'm wide awake now. Yes. And uh, until next time. Bye, guys. See you, Cole.